The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. As Jesus passed on, he saw a man blind from birth. He spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and smeared the clay on his eyes and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went and washed and came back able to see. His neighbors and those who had seen him earlier as a beggar said, Isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? Some said, it is. But others said, no, he just looks like him. He said, I am. They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees. Now Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on a Sabbath. So then the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see. He said to them, he put clay on my eyes and I washed and now I can see. So some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a sinful man do such things? And there was a division among them. So they said to the blind man again, What do you have to say about him since he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. They answered and said to him, You were born totally in sin, and you are trying to teach us. Then they threw him out. When Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, he found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe, Lord, and he worshipped him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of heaven. Helen Keller was one of the most remarkable women of the last century. Her story is amazing. At age two, Helen Keller lost both her hearing and her sight. Imagine, the child could not see, she could not hear. Five years later, An incredible teacher named Annie Sullivan entered her life. She met seven-year-old Helen Keller. Miss Sullivan devised a system to teach Helen to talk and to read using the sense of touch. Nine years later, Helen Keller went to college. She graduated with honors. Two extraordinary women, Helen Keller and her teacher Annie Sullivan. 
the teacher who freed her from a world of silence and darkness to become one of the most remarkable women in the world. Yet, you know, some people like the dark. Some prefer no light. Darkness better suits their purposes. Strange because we associate darkness with evil. A priest asked a little boy why he prayed only his night prayers, but not his morning prayers. And the boy said, because I'm not scared in the day. Dark deeds are done in the night. That's when thieves, the murderers, violent people, the purse snatchers are at their best. It makes sense. If you plan to do something you don't want anybody else to see, do it in the dark. If not literally at night, after sundown at least, when everyone is at least figuratively speaking in the dark. Another reason to choose darkness is so you don't see things you don't want to see. There are times when we don't want to see. We don't want to know. It makes life easier. Some people have no idea what the church's moral stance is on certain issues, but they don't really care to know. Ignorance is bliss. There are times when being in the dark is handy. When we're doing something we don't want anyone else to see, or if we don't want to see what we need to see. Darkness covers a multitude of sins, and there are times when we choose to be in the dark. We prefer not to see. Seeing the light isn't always better. Light can be frightening. Seeing things in the light as they really are might be the last thing we want. We run the risk of seeing things we don't want to see. The Pharisees closed their eyes. They had no intention of seeing things any differently. They had already decided what the Messiah would be like, and Jesus wasn't it. He did not live up to their expectations, so they reject him. Even when Christ performs basically the impossible, they don't want to see it or know about it. Some said the man who could not see just looked like the blind man they knew. They preferred to be in the dark. Because if they saw the light, it would involve changing their way of living. They didn't like what they might see, so they chose to remain clueless. That's why many Catholics avoid confession. It's not confessing to a priest that's all that intimidating. It's facing ourselves, our sinfulness. We don't want to see it or hear about it or think about it. We can be scared of the dark, but we can be just as scared of the light. Better the darkness you've learned to maneuver around in rather than the light, which can change everything. At times, the light can frighten us more than the dark. Lent calls us into light. This season is the time to choose light. These 40 days are meant to bring us to see things in the light of truth. Nowadays, we don't think physical illness is caused by sin. We are enlightened. 
Now we discount sin or just find some other name for it. Explaining away sin is what kept Jerry Springer or Dr. Phil in business. Parents make excuses for their children. Couldn't be weak parenting. Adults often try to blame their rotten behavior on their parents. Today, we would never blame a critically ill patient for being sick because of their sins, like the people of our Lord's time did. Well, sometimes we do blame the poor for being poor. They're just lazy. Or if people with various addictions just showed a little background, oh, they could quit their addictions on their own. Or we play word games. Abortion is not killing. (laughs) It's health care. Darkness keeps us from seeing our own hypocrisy. During Lent, prayer draws us into seeing how God sees things in the light. Almsgiving allows us to help those in need without deciding who is to blame. Fasting helps us discipline our own selfish appetites, which often prefer darkness. Lent calls us to see things as they are, as God sees them. Lent calls us into his light. The dark. There is something sinister about darkness, but it sure comes in handy when you don't want to be seen or you don't want to see some things yourself. In those cases, being in the dark or being blind is more comfortable than seeing things clearly in the light. During this season of Lent, Christ calls us into the light. Lent can be our teacher, our version of Annie Sullivan. Annie taught Helen Keller to speak and to read. Lent calls us out of darkness. We become able to see the Lord who brings us into the light so we can see for ourselves and see ourselves as we really are. I believe in one God, 